University of Missouri-St. Louis College of Education podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is David Stouffer and I get to be the recruitment coordinator for the UMSL College of Education. Each week on this podcast, we will meet an innovator in the field of education. We will spend some time getting to know them and learning about their work and how it can help you and yours. It is my sincere hope that this podcast will be a source of encouragement and support as you work to continue impacting lives as an educator. It is my honor to welcome four amazing future educators who participated in the UMSL College of Education Future Teacher Leadership Academy to the UMSL College of Education podcast. The Future Teacher Leadership Academy is an annual program designed to give high school students exposure to the field of education and hopefully encourage them to consider a career as teachers. Each student in the FTLA enrolled in our Teach Ed 2000 Becoming a Future Educator course. All tuition and fees for the course were paid for by UMSL, and each student received one college credit. Additionally, the students were able to learn from education leaders who shared their wisdom on subjects ranging from professional skills, academic test preparation, cultural competencies, and character education. We had a chance to tour a local school and learn from their education professionals and also tour the UMSL College campus and learn what it would be like to become a future Triton here at UMSL. My conversation with these amazing future educators was one of the most encouraging times I've had. I see the future before me and it is very bright. Please welcome to the UMSL College of Education podcast, Nathan Alano, Elijah Eccles, Rachel Jacklin, and Samantha Young. I would like for you guys just to introduce yourselves, if you wouldn't mind, and just tell me a little bit about yourself before we get started. Rachel, would you go first? Uh, yeah, my name is Rachel Jacklin. I just graduated from Parkway South. Congratulations. Um, and will be attending Concordia Chicago in the fall. Um, and I'm super excited to be here. I love it. Um, I've Education has been always been something that I want to go into. Um, and so this, when I, this opportunity arised, I was like, of course I'm going to do it. I get a college credit out of the way um, so I can get into the classroom, hopefully a little bit faster, because um, that's something I'm very passionate about. Also, you do get paid to do it, which helps pay for college because it's very pricey, especially private schools. Um, and also, I mean, who doesn't want to learn over summer about something that they're passionate about? That's great. Elijah. Uh, my name is Elijah Eccles. I go to Florida South Berkeley. I'm going to be a senior ne- what, this, this semester, I guess. And uh, I want to be a teacher, but it kind of changed like recently because I watched this like video on why I never teach a quit. And it was basically like, it was basically like they couldn't, they couldn't handle the students and everything like that. But they framed it as it's the students' fault because they don't want to learn anything like that. And it's like, like, it was like a black teacher, like a black student. It's like, how you get in front of your own teacher just like that? It don't make it don't make much sense that you're doing that in the first place. And the framing has their fault. Because I see other teachers doing just fine. It's like, you know, they got to, you got to change teaching as time changes. It doesn't make any sense to stay the same. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Excellent. Thank you, Elijah. 
Nathan? Um, hi, I'm Nathan Alano. I'm uh, going to be a senior from uh, Oakville High School this coming year. And I personally wanted to be an educator, and that's why I got interested in the program, was because I just got really sick of um, hearing people just affirm themselves in the classroom instead of hearing the perspectives of other people and other opinions to really deepen their understanding of themselves and how they can really justify the way they uh, of their beliefs. And so I really want to just bring that energy to the classroom and make a good impact on people's lives. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Samantha. Hi, I'm Samantha Young. I'm a rising senior at University City High School. Um, I, in the past maybe probably four years, <laughs> I've changed occupations that I wanted to do for a long time hence the shirt, um, but recently I've just felt really drawn to teaching. Um, I've had a lot of good teachers and a lot of bad teachers, and I feel like all students need someone that it will impact their lives in a positive way, so I would love to be that person for someone. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I'm going to start off and throw you guys a curveball. I know we didn't talk about this uh, beforehand, but it just came to mind while you were while you were talking, Elijah. What kind of teacher do you feel like you will be someday? Do you think that everybody can learn, and are you willing to do whatever it takes to help them learn? And what do you think about a teacher that does something like that? Do you think you guys have that in you? Um, what do you think? Talk about your own experience and where you think you might go with that. Um, I definitely think that every student can learn. Um, whether it's them just not wanting to, sometimes it takes longer than others to learn. Um, and everybody has a different learning style. So sometimes you just have to find that style and then they're like, oh, I got this you know, after listening to a song or something. Um, but that definitely, people have the ability to learn. And you sometimes might have to change those people who teach them because sometimes Kids have the ability sometimes to see when you're stressed out, when you're frustrated with them, but continuing to show them that love and like, hey, you got this, being that coach cheering on the sideline, like, you got this, you can do it, I believe in you. Sometimes that's all it takes to get someone to be able to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody else have a thought about that? Uh, I think I do my, my thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't think you should call someone like, say like students are like unteachable or anything because that doesn't make any sense like i think you should blame yourself first before you start trying to blame students and like do some other stuff with correction because it's just it's just your job to it's your job to teach people you already knew that you were going to be cut dealing with people like that like are completely different from each other and like have different like strengths and everything so i don't understand mm -hmm. why you would start teaching and complain that people aren't learning when it's your job to make them learn mm -hmm. it doesn't make no sense I personally think when it comes to learning, aside from like the actual methods used to teach, which are up for a constant stream of debate as the years go by and probably forever, um, I think a major factor is also the why. Why does this student want to learn? What is the purpose of all this? Because if you really, because really one important thing I've learned this year as I fought tooth and nail to get good grades in some insanely hard classes, was that if I 
wasn't really learning if I was learning for any purpose that wasn't like um something that would help the long run long run as in was I learning this just because I want to get a good job and make good money or was I learning this because I want this to stick with me forever and I will apply this to other people in a way that will um positively impact their lives Mm -hmm. and it turns out well very clearly with my c and pre-calc that if i learned (laughs) if i learned anything for a reason that wasn't advancing myself so i could apply my skills to others my grade would absolutely blow up Hmm. interesting okay samantha Um, anything else for me i just want to say that like i really respect teachers who like take the most to do like, the best they can for their kids or for their students, I would say. Because, um, over like, not over summer because it's still summer, but, like, um, two weeks before the summer, the summer academy, um, I was helping out with the middle schoolers at, in my district, the transitioning sixth graders, and it's so hard to teach kids who are, like, you know, excited or, you know, it's summer break, they're with their friends or they're meeting new people. And it's it's very difficult because like the energy is high and it's like, you know, it's seven o'clock in the morning. So you have to try to match the energy and to try to like take their energy and put it into learning something is very important. So I just like have a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you just saying that reminded me of a quote that we all heard in our field trip. We went and visited a local school and the person that was speaking with us said something, probably the best quote I've ever heard in education. Do you guys remember what that was? Children don't deserve a good teacher by chance. They deserve a great teacher by design. Tell me what you think makes a great teacher. What, what makes a great teacher and what needs to happen for a teacher to become great? Um, so one of my teachers like they made personal connections with their students so so like they wouldn't just like talk about like school things they talk about like all types of things like personal things they ask us how the day was like in the even in the hallways like they just ask us how we're doing like in general and that really helped like make you want to like learn from them even if you don't like the subject you still want to still want to like listen to them and give and give them respect their time because you know you appreciate them and you like you want to you just want to show your appreciation for them, and it, they make it easier to learn from them because, like, it's, it's, you like them. It's, Building off of what Elijah had said, we continue to learn how important relationships are in classrooms and how students can't learn from a teacher they don't like. Um, and there, one of my teachers in high school always would, she constantly would say, um, because she was one of the teachers that students didn't really like. And she's like, I know you guys don't like me, but guess what? I love you, and, like, you're going to have to live with that. (laughs) Um, Because she's like, I want to grow, like, a good relationship with you. I want you to be able to learn. Like, I want the best in life for you, and, like, I love you. So, and if you don't like that, love me back, like, we'll work with that. But she's like, I just want you to know that I love you. And, like, I feel like that's really important to continue to reciprocate to your students like I want the best for you I believe in you like you will do great in life and by building that relationship that'll help you be successful students and not having a teacher that isn't constantly focused just on the grades the scores and everything um, would make an amazing teacher and I feel like all teachers should be that way where they focus on the person more rather than the student Mm -hmm. um 
I think for me, def- I haven't always or really ever have had a, like a very strong personal relationship with any of my teachers. But I think one thing that this year really helped me to at least make a deeper bond than what I've had before was the fact that my teacher encouraged, like, encouraged me to like challenge myself and work outside of the box of my traditional way of thinking. Because I'll be very honest, I, I was actually really discouraged by her doing that because I thought, how am I ever going to do this? This is gonna be impossible. I'm gonna fail this class. And she just said, just go for it. Because mm-hmm. in the end, I still, I still did very well. And she, because she helped push me, she pushed me and encouraged me to you know, do my best. And at one point I was thinking about like trashing this very good draft I had for one of my writing pieces. And like when she read over it, she said like, I love your writing style. Like you have to keep this. Don't just destroy all your work because you think it's going to fail because in the end you're going to be okay. And I just think that like deeper relationship really helped me to learn and just, I don't know, be a better student. Overall. Sure. So Samantha, can a, can a teacher have a good relationship with, with students, but still be tough and demanding and make them work hard? Yes. And I kind of feel like that's kind of important for a teacher. I'll say for me personally, because um, quarantine, like that year of sophomore year for me and junior year, like a little bit of junior year, I wasn't feeling motivated to do any work. <laughs> so I was struggling to hold on really. And so last year I had an English teacher, I'm not going to say his name because... Mm-mm, don't say names. Yeah. <laughs> but he was really cool, like all the students like to have him and he was super relatable, like, I don't know, he was just, just a cool person. But he wasn't strict on coursework. So, like, he'll give us assignments and be like, here's when you need to do it. But when it wasn't turned in, it was like no repercussion for not turning it in. Well, except your grade going down. Mm-hmm. And we still continued with the coursework. Or, like, if we had a day we didn't do anything, he would be like, oh, you can use the board and we play music or, like, watch a movie or something. And so it was, like, no structure, really, even though everyone liked his class. And so it was a day he was like, Everyone says that I'm their favorite teacher. Everyone likes my class, but no one ever does my work. And so I'm, I was sitting, well, I was one of those people. And so I was sitting, I was like, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of wild. Like, but it's because when you lack structure, like you can still be relaxed and have a connection with your students, but you still need structure. Mm -hmm. Um, What percent of a student's learning is your responsibility? One to a hundred percent. What percent? of students learning and students academic success is your responsibility as a teacher. Obviously the question is what level of responsibility do you take for your students success? So Rachel, go ahead. Um, I would say it's hard because you could give your everything and teach students like you could be the best teacher ever, but there are some students that just don't want to do it. So I would say like 70% is up to the student because they have to be like, yeah, I want to learn. Um, you have to get them to want to learn first. And once you get them to want to learn, then like 100% is the students because you can only, you can teach, be an amazing teacher and they just don't want to do it and they won't learn. From mm-hmm. it. Okay. Elijah? I think it's like, it's not 50-50 exactly, but you have more responsibility of like a teacher 
it's like encouraging and like because like like failing should be encouraging enough for like some most people but sometimes it's not and it's like a it's like a reason for that and like i'm if they don't care about failing it means they don't have like real expectations for like the future and stuff like that so i think you should try to get those expectations up but at the same time you shouldn't like let up on them because experiencing failure is like a good thing because like yeah missing assignments is like bad and everything but it's not going to really hurt you if you just get up and just keep and just keep doing your work after. Okay, Nathan. Um, I'd say in terms of how, like the percentage of learning, I'd say it's almost. I would say it's like ninety nine percent student and one percent teacher because, I mean, some teachers aren't aren't great at teaching. That's always going to be a thing. But even then, I've. I mean, I've been in classes like that, and I've still managed to learn because I put the responsibility on myself to really just do as best as I can. And it's going to be the same thing for any class, really, because even if you have a good teacher, if you aren't motivated, you will learn absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not even okay. a single bit of information will stick in your head, mm-hmm. no matter how great that teacher is, because you need mm-hmm. to be that full 99% into mm-hmm. the learning. Okay. Samantha. I think it changes um, depending on the age of the person because as they're younger, I feel like there's more responsibility on you and the parent because, you know, it's a kid. So they're going to do what they see people around them doing or, like, advisors or adults around them doing. Um, But as they get older, like middle or high school, they become a little bit more independent. So I would say, like, at that age, maybe eight. And then the rest is up to them for real. Um, let me ask this question again as we wrap up, uh, just as, a, as, as we've talked. What makes a great teacher? I'm going to go around again and see if you guys have anything different. From your experience, what you've learned from the class, what makes a great teacher? So we'll start with uh, Nathan this time. So well, I guess to really expand on originally said about what makes a great teacher what really makes a great teacher is someone who will stick with you to basically the end of the whole the whole thing because you have to put in effort as well but your teacher also needs to be willing to put in that effort into you as a person to really just I don't know I suppose get their lesson across because whenever you're in a classroom and your teacher doesn't really support you it's hard. It's almost, it feels almost impossible sometimes. And I think that's why a lot of students get discouraged from really learning in the first place because they don't feel like they have that support system with their teacher. Hmm. When I think also a lot of kids are hesitant to really ask for help because if you ask for help, the general thing you'll hop to is, oh man, I'm so stupid. Why am I asking for help in the first place? I should already know this because I was taught this. But I think a lot of teachers like maybe they're not as willing to hop on the opportunity to help their students, even though they're willing to. But I think just having a teacher that's deliberate about it would help um, to like just make a really great teacher mm-hmm. overall. Excellent. Elijah? Uh, yeah. I mean, Samantha kind of reminded me of this, like being hard on students, but at the same time having great positions because they're like important. Because, you know, you got to encourage growth and growth doesn't come without like them experiencing like, you don't do that, that's going to happen. You have to understand 
you have consequences to what you do. So having them do their own, have like in, like like hold on, like holding their hand and like cool cool and all, but still you need to understand that you need to prepare them for what comes on later, because it's not going to be like that like the whole entire ride. Um, Rachel, what makes a great great teacher? Um, one that shows up and is there when I mean don't call off sick every day because <laughs> that would be bad. Um, but one that like is actually there even if you have to fake it till you make it. Um, but yeah, just showing up, telling the students, "Hey, I love you. Like, we'll get through this together. You're struggling. We'll work through it. Um, mm-hmm. You definitely in teaching are gonna have high and low moments all the time. Um, your students will have high and low moments, but one that sticks through those high and low moments with them. There'll be days where they're like concepts that they're just like, I don't get this, but those ones that they'll excel at and get immediately. Um, but yeah, just always sticking through them through relationships is definitely a big key thing. Um, focus more on the relationship and then when you're teaching the content focus on the key thing that you want them to you want to stick with them um, and don't always do all the busy work that you have to do awesome samantha what makes a great teacher um i would say just knowing the content and knowing how to deliver the content um the amount of teachers I've had who don't know how to accurately get their point across or like teach in a way that the students understand and it really um it impacts the students a lot. It does. So like doesn't matter how hard you try, because it wasn't taught the correct way, you're not gonna remember it or you won't know. And that plays a key role in your ability to succeed in the class. So I think that's really important. One last question. Just wanted to get your uh, feedback on how the Future Teacher Leadership Academy has been going. What are your thoughts about it? Um, uh, What would you recommend to other students thinking about it maybe in the future as we expand and grow from year to year? Um, What do you think? It definitely is a great opportunity. Um, And also in the course that you take you learn a lot about like bias and learning about cultural consciousness in classrooms and everything. And you learn a lot about yourself. Um, you're like, oh, I do not have the, a good mindset to be a teacher. Oh, I know what I need to work on to be a better teacher. Um, and no one will ever be a perfect teacher because perfect is, does not exist. Um, but trying to shape your mindset better um, is very helpful and you kind of get a glimpse into what it's like and all the people you talk to you hear about the good the bad and the ugly in mm-hmm. teaching elijah um i say I, yeah i think this program is a good idea to do because like it really shows you like even like one of the core things they're talking about like even if teachers have like bad days and weeks and stuff like they just don't know why they want to be anymore i think it's important to know that those days are coming so you can so you can know how to like prevent it and like get through it so you won't stay like them you just make things worse for everybody else mm-hmm. you feel stupid because you want to be like okay Nathan? Um, I guess to reel back into my original point I say if you're thinking about uh, doing the future teacher teacher leadership academy just really commit to the program and understand what is your goal here as 
because your real reason for being here should be, do I want to be an educator or not? Because it, because a lot of the stuff you're going to be learning will challenge the idea of, is this the right path for me? And I think that if you really just put your 100% into that idea, you will get a lot out of this program. And I do think it, it is worth your time if you're in the future. Samantha, last one to you. What's, uh, what's your experience been like here at the Future Teacher Leadership Academy? I've, I've enjoyed it so far. I've liked meeting new people who are all sort of interested in the same thing as me. I've enjoyed meeting um, the, like the administrators and the different um, professionals that I got to speak with hearing their perspective, or even some of the UMSL um, students who came, it was nice to meet them as well. I think that if you're like considering coming, or like if you've ever thought about being a teacher and that's like something you're like on the ledge about, I think you should definitely come because things like this program, there are resources for you to have the opportunity to see if it's what you want to do or to just learn more about it if you're interested. So I think it's a good program. Well, if you guys are any indication of what the future of education is in store for, I think we're in very good hands. So I really appreciate you guys being here. It says a lot about you and your uh, desire to, if nothing else, just see if the field of education is right for you. But I can tell that the things that you've been learning and the things that you've been uh, bringing to our future teacher leadership academy that you guys would make great teachers someday and we'd be glad to have you in the field of education. So thank you very much for being here and thanks for joining us on the College of Education podcast. I am honored that you chose to join me today for the University of Missouri St. Louis College of Education podcast. I hope you'll join me next time. Till then, I'm David Stouffer. Thank you for the work you do. Never forget, you are making a difference every day. <music>